0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Lex and the B-Man Brian. This is the Flex Talk Podcast. Brian, how you doing today? lex i am doing great today happy
1: memorial day weekend we got some beautiful weather out there today oh yeah oh yeah summer is finally arrived are you pumped about it i am very pumped about it i'm looking forward to this weekend we got the indianapolis 500 i'll be tuning into that on sunday probably do some grilling out uh this is just great great weather so i'm excited how about you you looking forward to the weekend looking forward to it meat grilling out well done guy or a rare guy? So usually I always like to go medium well, so not quite well done, but like just a little short. Okay, you like the taste of charred steak? on your plate. I'll take a little bit of char. What, what kind of guy are, you? are uh, you? Where are you on the spectrum? I'm a medium, well done guy, but I like medium. I, okay. I gotta have a little bit of pink in the middle. You medium. like the pink. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, man. I am drooling right now just thinking about this. <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit about... It's been a while since we had a little bit of podcast here. We took a little bit of break to kind of reassess and uh, regroup, and we're doing well now. We got a bunch of topics on board here, waiting in the winds, and today we're gonna talk about some post-pandemic activity. Remember that thing that happened a couple years ago, the pandemic? Remember for that, Brian? How could we forget
1: about that? Yes. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever forget about
0: it. Unfortunately, I had to shut down my studio for three months during that time. It was a government mandated shutdown. I had to shut down, lost some business, uh, lost some people that were really depending on my accountability and uh, focused on getting healthier. And we had to shut down. We didn't really know what was going on at that point. Uh, we lost some business. We lost some energy. We lost some customers. It was really, really scary time. And I wanted to talk a little bit about it, given the anniversary date of me reopening three years ago uh, yesterday. So it was pretty crazy time, Brian.
1: Yeah. I mean, also being in the fitness industry, just like you, Lex, it was a crazy time because, you know, you and I are in the business of offering health and fitness to people. And it really was the weirdest thing, you know, having to shut our businesses and just having to do that and shut our businesses down. When we offer such a great service to the community, we offer health, fitness, wellness. It was really, really strange. It felt wrong being shut down like that. It was a difficult time for our business as well, Lex. So I, I feel what you're talking about there.
0: So three years later, I mean, we're, we're, you know, thank goodness we're a thriving business right now. We're helping a lot of people in the community and uh, people have sustained their memberships or long-term and people really kind of got back on the horse with things. And, and I'm really excited and really proud to see what the next few years bring. So the first topic of this whole thing I want to do, how are, is your business bouncing back? Because you're working at a large gym right now. Um, have you seen, a change in membership, the energy—are people still talking a pandemic? Are they still worried that
1: it might even get shut down again? You know, what's what's the inside scoop from the large gym? Yeah, I would say just the overall vibe is everything is positive right now. And it's not just for the business that I'm at, but just in the industry in general. Lex, I feel like we're just on a rebound for all of us. Um, I think people were you know, stuck in their houses a lot. There was a point where we were all told we really shouldn't go out. We shouldn't go into public. A lot of us were wearing masks all the time and all these things, social distancing. I think it made us appreciate so much physical activity because we couldn't do it. We couldn't go to the gym and lift weights and take exercise classes. So I think people were so bottled up for like that year span that now that everything's back to normal, I just feel like so many people are getting out and joining gyms and joining studios. So our business has been great. And from our perspective, what I see working at the health club is I don't see any real fear that it's ever going to happen again. I mean, I suppose it's possible. But I think everybody's just living their lives and they realize how important it is to have strong lungs and to have strong muscles. And if if something ever does happen again, like another COVID type situation, I think the evidence shows that if you're in good shape, if you're healthy, that's going to help you get through it. So I would say on my end, Lex, everything's been pretty positive. And I would say you'd probably say the same, just kind of being friends with you and knowing how your business is doing. Yeah, I mean, people have really taken this whole gym thing again. And I,
0: honestly, I think they kind of forgot about the, the, the shutdown. And when, when we first reopened, people were so happy and elated to have us back open. They were like, I'm never leaving the gym again. I'm never leaving my trainer again. And that's the kind of attitude I've always wanted them to have, regardless of the pandemic and the shutdown. Um, they were really happy to have us open again. But I think that you just kind of forget about the severity of the business almost shutting down. And you maybe never seeing your gym buddy again or maybe never seen inside of a studio again or a gym for that matter. So I think we just need to take a step back and really focus on how grateful it is to be able to go into these businesses, your restaurants, your gyms, your bakeries and everything else that you saw that has face to face contact. I think you really need to take a step back and be thankful for those opportunities opportunities that these small businesses are still open and you're able to see your gym buddies and your friends out there.
1: Yeah. And one other thing I would mention too is I feel like during the pandemic, there was a little bit of a push to get people to work out in the home. And we saw a rise in Peloton. We saw a uh, a rise in like home workout equipment and dumbbells and various benches and things like that. And it seems like initially that those things were on the rise. There were a lot of sales for those things. And it was very clear that people were going out and buying those things. But I think what's been shown now is that now That these gyms are open, exercise facilities are open. People love being around other people. They love the idea of going somewhere to work out and just the energy that comes with that. It's just not the same when you're running on a treadmill at home or you're lifting weights at home. Sure, it can be beneficial. And for some people, that's the only choice they have, but it can't be replicated. And, you know, I know, Lex, with what you do here at your place, I mean, you've built this place where, you know, you have classes available for people. People get to talk to people and enjoy each other's company. And I think we really miss that during COVID. And I'm sure you've seen that too, right? All these people that these clients that were excited to kind of come back to the place.
0: Yeah, they want to have that conversation. They want to know what happened during the weekend and what's going on during the week. People are generally interested in the friendships that, they, that they, they've built here in the studio. And, you know, we're a relationship-based facility. Even in the large gyms, you have that small group of people that you always see going to the gym. And you want to know what's going on in their life. You may not be like super stoked to find out what that person is doing, but when you see that familiar face, it's nice to know what, you know, what's going on this weekend or something good happened in their life. Or, you know, if, if their husbands are doing well, or the wives are doing well, you want to know those, those good vibes coming towards you. And I think that the interpersonal, interpersonal communication and the happiness that you see from one another, I think we all need that. And we need to do whatever we can to make sure that something like that never happens again.
1: When you look back, Lex, you know, with the the challenge of having to close your business down, you know, we had the same thing. The government uh, basically forced us to shut down and we we went with it and we ended up closing our club now. I think it was for two months, I believe. I believe it was March 17th till about May 20th. And I just look back on the whole thing and I took a lot of lessons from it. So obviously there was a lot of negative with COVID. Was there anything from that situation that kind of stuck out to you when you think back to the that crazy 2020 to 2021? Were there any lessons you took away from that? Or was there any growth that you found from that situation?
0: I think it's just comes down to having a plan, regardless of what's going on. You always gotta have a plan financially with your staff, with your process. Uh, what are you gonna do if something happens like this again? You know, do you have enough money that you can fall back on? Is there enough for marketing in case things slow down or people get scared to come into the facility? What are you going to do? How are you going to pivot? And I think for me, I I had some sort of business growth during that time and shutdown, and I figured out a lot about myself and how to run a business and how to run it efficiently. So I'm I'm very happy that I was able to go through that time and uh, kind of build myself up and toughen up a little bit business wise. And uh, I'm just excited to see where I'm at and how I continue to make the business grow.
1: I think that's great. What um, have there been any changes that you implemented, you know, during COVID in terms of like the process at your gym on how you were going to clean or how you were going to do things that have stuck even three years later? Or would you say like most of the things that we were doing three years ago in the health club industry have those all kind of gone away? Like the social distancing, the you know wiping of machines excessively, and things. Or ha- is there anything that you kept from the COVID era? I think that people in general want to just kind
0: of maintain what they've been doing forever, just to kind of keep it going. But one thing that I have always implemented in this facility is cleanliness, Uh, making sure that everything's clean, making sure that the people see you clean, the staff and the ownership and everybody's making sure that you care just about the the cleanliness of facility is you want them to care about it so uh, we've always had hand sanitizers we've always done an excellent job with vacuuming and mopping and making sure that we're using industrial strength cleaner to make sure that we're getting everything you know possibly ready for the client to enjoy their workout so that's something that we've heightened and we've kept
1: kept going and we're going to continue to keep it going yeah same thing for us too at the health club that i'm at Uh, we really I think doubled down on our cleanliness and said, okay, going forward, we want to make sure that we have a reputation of being a clean place. And I, you know, one story that sticks out in my mind when I think about cleanliness, I'll never forget. This was probably one week into the pandemic, it was probably like late March, and I'm at pick and save right down the street from here. And I'll never forget this. There was a lady, she had had to have been 20 cans of Lysol in her uh in her cart. And I'll never forget the all these pick and save and employees were trying to tell her, ma'am, you can't buy all 20 of these. And she was, I think, pretending that she couldn't understand what they were saying. And she ended up walking out with 20 cans of the oh my the Lysol spray. And do you remember when you couldn't even find the the wipes? Yeah. Like you, people were going on eBay to get those. And they were like $50 for one can of those. Yeah. Um, so now it seems like there's an overabundance of cleaning supplies everywhere. Like all these companies are kind of like mass producing it now. Um, so, yeah, cleanliness. That That's definitely something that stuck out to me as well. And Tylenol. Like there was a shortage of Tylenol because they said that you could only take Tylenol if you got a
0: fever from COVID or something like that. And, uh, you know, that was the only thing. And then uh, from being sick, you couldn't even find Tylenol back then. So that was a little scary, too, having little kids in the household.
1: So. A lot of things, I think they mass produce, over mass produce, and now they just don't know what to do with them now. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the the Tylenol thing was freaky. I remember, too, like uh, cough syrup and, um, you know, things like that. Like people were thinking, oh, well, if there's some kind of a COVID issue and people are having issues breathing, you know, maybe I can take these decongestants and things to help. So I remember people were rushing out and buying those. And. Man, there were so many scary stories, too, like people that were getting, like, these, um, these access cards where government officials, where if there was ever going to be, like, some kind of a, a government shutdown, that there were certain people that were going to be able to drive around on the streets and be able to show credentials that they were allowed to be out of the house. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing these things and thinking, oh, my God, I just want to go to work. I just want to <laughs> go, like, sell a health club membership and, you know, go help people be healthy. And here we are, we're talking about, you know, food trucks getting robbed. And, you know, not being able to deliver supplies and things. And it's just, man, just talking about all this stuff right now is just getting me, like, fired up.
0: It's crazy. I know it, man. And one thing that I I hope never comes back, but I'm sure it will, there's always a mainstay for, like, uh, online workouts. And we did the the Zoom for a while. Uh, That was great for the first two weeks. And I think people were just like, okay. I've had enough. I want to go back to the student now, see the instructors, see the people that I'm working out with, and they want that, 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 that closeness feel from an instructor. And I think when we tried that, we were like, oh, this is not going to be as bad. You kind of miss that that, that, that interaction, that human interaction, that face-to-face contact. and. I, even as an instructor and an owner, I liked it the first few weeks. but I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of lame. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be do Zoom meeting type of workouts where I'm doing burpees and skaters and all that stuff. Because, you know, there's more equipment. There's more access in the facility. And I think everybody missed the gym when you only had to do a bunch of sit-ups for 50 times, two sets. So you miss that face-to-face contact. You miss that human interaction. And I hope uh, the whole industry doesn't shift to online training because it it, it
1: sucked. Do you you think kind of going back to what we just talked about, I feel like it was kind of shifting that way where there has been this trend in the fitness industry where people are kind of training more online. People are getting, you know, these programs developed for them that they go follow on their own and then maybe they have a Zoom session with somebody or these, you know, again, we go back to Peloton or P90X or all these other programs at home. I feel like it was trending that way, but then I feel like all of us having to sit home, for that period, like it just made us realize, man, it is a blessing to be able to get out of the house and actually go somewhere. And and like you said, Lex, like having a coach be able to assess your form and be able to look at you and feel your energy. And, you know, as a trainer, I think you can tell when somebody can lift more weight or you can tell when somebody's struggling because they're right in front of you. It, yeah. it helps you as a trainer where I just feel like with the online <laughs> workouts, it's just I'm sure there's some benefit there, but I just feel like it's not as good as the in-person workouts.
0: Yeah, I think there's 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 something for everybody. You've heard that quote before, like something works for somebody out there. It works. Some people don't mind the online workouts and they can hold themselves accountable and take themselves to the gym or do it at home and it works for them. But I think the majority of us want to see that face-to-face contact we get pumped up off of each other's energy you can feel the trainer's energy your, your peers energy uh, how your workout buddy's working out next to you and that kind of pumps you up and i think you kind of need that face-to-face contact because for me i i enjoy the coaching um you know when i'm working out with you or when i work out with somebody else you know you you get you feed off of that energy and it pumps you up even more so i think it's super important for us to stick to face to face regardless of what's going on online Or that AI stuff coming out, Um, you know, people want to know what's going on and how it can make it more convenient. But I think one thing that will never go away is the fact that uh, you can have a trainer and a coach uh, be real with you, hold you accountable and have that face to face energy and push.
1: Yeah. So when you think back to the initial stages of the, the pandemic, you know, when we were allowed to open our businesses again, When you think back, was there a big challenge that you can think of that in in terms of it was such a divided topic where so many people had so many different views on what was right, what was wrong? Was it challenging for you personally owning the business to kind of accommodate everybody's views? People that were maybe a little more lax with sanitation and masks, people that were more hardcore with it. Obviously, there was the vaccine debate. There was the, you know, how long do you wait before you come back to the gym? after you've tested positive, all these things. Um, What was the biggest lesson, the biggest challenge, I guess, that you could say from that era? Was it difficult? The biggest challenge was just not knowing
0: how to please everybody. You wanted to keep all the clients that you've ever had and you wanted to keep them happy, but some people didn't share the same point of view and the same views and as a business, you just don't want to get shut down again. So you're, you're kind of You know, held down, handcuffed to just follow the law and follow the order because this is your livelihood. This is how you take care of your family. You don't want it to shut down again. And I wasn't a—I personally wasn't a fan of the masks. I didn't I didn't want them in here, but I had to do it because that's what the requirement was from our, our government. So. Um, I was just following the rules, doing the best I could, and uh, you know, just kind of going from there. And hopefully that they they lifted that mask mandate, and we can just get back to normal everyday life. And
1: uh, we kind of just toughed it out and just did what we had to do. What about you guys? I think the thing that was really tough for us during that era when we first opened back up was being in a big health club. The big challenge was we have thousands and thousands of people, which means you know, statistically, fifty percent of our Membership base was going to be a little bit more um, lenient on COVID, and 50% more we're <laughs> going to be, to put it mildly, and 50% more we're going to be a little bit more on the other side in terms of masking, vaccines, sanitation, etc. So it was a challenge, and I'll actually never forget this. I had there were lots of moments where people were yelling at me during COVID, and you know I'm one of the managers over at at the club I'm at, and so I had to deal with a lot of customer service issues. I'll never forget this. This lady comes into my office and she starts yelling at me because she saw a couple people that weren't wearing their masks and I told the lady well there's only so much we can do ma'am we can't force people to wear the mask you know we're, we're going along with the government guidance but we can't make people do it and she looked at me and she said you are personally disgusting and then she walked out of my office and I remember thinking man this is the time that we're in right now like it used to be so fun to come to work and I just had a lady pointing me and tell me that I'm disgusting. It was like, it was so odd to get that angry over it. So I think the biggest challenge for us was just appeasing everybody. I feel like in a smaller studio like you, Lex, I feel like maybe you could be a little bit more lenient. Like if you if you had one person in the studio mm-hmm. and that one person, you kind of knew where they were on their thoughts on COVID, maybe you could go one way or the other. If you Maybe you take your masks off or whatever. But if you had a client come in that was maybe a little on the other side, then you kind of like would appease them a little bit. Would you say that that's true, that maybe you had a little bit more ability to kind of customize it? Yeah, I mean, you would have to have that conversation whether or not they they felt comfortable and I think
0: on both sides, um, they were worried about asking you the right questions and you were worried about asking them the right questions yeah. to make sure that they were comfortable with it. Uh, you know, a sneeze, people would look at you like, you know, you were <laughs> you had germs crawling all over your body. Uh, you, I try to hold my sneeze in there, or try to run outside right away. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. This is a crazy time we're in right uh-huh. now. Even when people came in as new members, how did you re- reflect on that? I mean, how do you respond to that? Like new members, should they wear masks? Should they not? Should they be wearing a mask when there's already trainers cl- training clients in here? We don't really know how to approach it. We didn't know how to approach it at that point. Um, how about you guys? Did you, When you guys had new members, did they come in with masks, not masks? Did they ask you that question right away? Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was such a crazy period. I think our main goal as a business is we thought, okay, we have to stay open. That's our main goal. If right. we shut down everybody loses, the business loses, most importantly, the members lose out. They don't have an opportunity to go somewhere to work out. They're gonna lose their home that they love, their home gym. So we thought we gotta stay open. But at the same time, we also took the stance of, we're not going to force people to wear the masks. We understand that people are participating in physical activity. So I'll be honest with you, my personal uh, view, running on a treadmill at a high level pace with a mask on, I don't know about that, uh, you know, it, it, to me, I understood why people would want to take it off. And we went with the CDC guideline and the CDC guideline was that if you're participating in a vigorous activity that the CDC recommended that you take a mask off. Right. So we went with that and we had that policy ready to go. And we showed that to people if there were any you know, members that complained, if they saw people without masks, etc. But I think the main thing with us was if, you know, the government ever walks in here, we wanted to at least show that we were adhering to the policies for the most part. Um, So there was a fine balance. Um, I think at one point we were all taking turns, all the managers, we would like walk around the club and see who was wearing masks, who wasn't. And I think our approach was, well, we'll just go tell the person that they're supposed to wear the mask. But if they tell us to, you know, get away from me, then we would just walk away. (laughs) But at least then we could say that we were doing our part in case. Right. Oh my! God. It was a challenge, man. I'm getting getting shivers just thinking about it. I hope, hope we never go back to that.
0: Yeah, I know it was a scary time. So I'm glad people are really opening up and and, and still uh, taking pride in their in their home gyms and, and and their health and fitness. But I, I want to see more from people. I want to see more from the community like this is a second chance for a lot of people to really get going on their health and fitness goals. Uh, you know, join a gym, a big gym, small gym, get a trainer, anything you can do to make sure that you're not just, you know, just, just not taking advantage of your health. You're you're doing something for your health. You're, you're doing something for yourself, your kids, for your family. And, and let's not think about shutting down again, because, you know, God forbid we shut down again, you lose that opportunity to get yourself in shape. And, and it's here right now. Don't take it for granted. Go do something. Get out. Get movement. Movement is medicine. Do something for yourself and just don't
1: sit your butt on the couch. Go out and do something. It is beautiful outside. Even if it's outside, go do something. Yeah. And I think if there's anything that this pandemic taught us, it was I'm just speaking statistically here people that are obese and are overweight had a much harder time with COVID. that's just something that you can go look up on the websites on, on the CDC right. obesity played a big factor in that so I think as a big wake-up call we can look at that and we can say okay if there was ever to be another virus or something else that gets released it's very clear that the better shape that you're in it's going to help with your recovery um, you know I had a, a, a friend of mine that uh, had some some scares with cancer um, and this is actually somebody I worked with a long time ago and unfortunately he's not with us anymore but the the doctor told him one of the reasons that you're doing so well with your treatment is because you're in such good shape you have muscle mass you know even though we're putting you through this radiation and this chemo the fact that you're so strong you're so healthy your cardiovascular system so good that's what's keeping you going and it kept him going for a pretty long time Um, so I always remember that as a lesson and now after going through COVID, I, I like to think that I'm setting myself up for in case something bad like that does happen so i think if any bad situation ever happens lex we have to look at it and we have to take positive from it and the positive that i would take away is i think it was a wake-up call uh, for everybody and i think that's good motivation for us to to get in shape and and be healthy what do you
0: there's there's something about certain people that just don't get it right you want them to get it you you want to just say hey This is your wake up call. Be grateful for the stuff that we have available to us. Be grateful for the opportunity that you have to work with a coach, be a trainer, uh, an instructor that really is putting their time and effort into you. And now that we're open, don't take it for granted. Go out and do something. I I think I was getting a little bit riled up before. It's just like you still have people that that are prioritizing these things that they shouldn't be prioritizing. Yes, I understand kids and I understand jobs, but there's still that time 30 minutes, 45 minutes that you have available to you to go do something for yourself. We don't know if there's gonna be another virus or another shutdown or another, this is all a surprise to most of us in the communities in, in the world and it was crazy. So just don't, you know, as an owner and somebody who's truly invested in this industry, don't take it for granted. This is your opportunity right now to go do something, make a change, reach out to somebody, you're listening to this podcast, you're on your phone, Go look it up right now while you're on the phone right now listening to this podcast. You're on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Change the window. Look up personal trainers near me. Look
1: up gyms near me and go book it now. Man, I hope everybody listening right now is fired up. I feel I'm ready to go run through a wall right now after that pitch from Lex. That was well done. That was well done. Yeah, I only rehearsed it twice, man. That was was great. That was great. (laughs) But it's true, though, man. It's like when you when you're in a position, you you always hear it from people that go through like a big health scare, you know, when they're maybe laying in a a hospital bed for years and too late that ability to they go, man, I didn't realize the opportunity that I had. And then all of a sudden, one day it's too late and you go, man, I had I never thought about how lucky I was to have that chance to go do it. And I am 100 percent with Lex on this. If you're not participating in an exercise program, if you're not a member at a gym or you know working with a trainer really really consider that get yourself in a good routine prepare yourself for the worst hopefully the worst never happens and you never have any sort of a health scare but if you keep yourself healthy you're just setting yourself up for the best possible outcome and i'm with lex on that so hopefully that motivates you as well better fit they're both hard you gotta
0: choose your heart and That's what you right. want to do So, yeah, I mean, just the reason why we brought this up today is because it is the anniversary of me reopening my studio and uh, a lot of openings for a lot of gyms in the area happened around May. And I think we're just all grateful as employees, as owners, as as people who are truly invested in, in the type of work that we're in, in the fitness industry, that... Fitness is never fitness and health is something that's never going to go away. Yes, there's going to be things that are going to make it easier for us to uh, get to our goals, but it's all going to fall on us and our shoulders to hold ourselves accountable and uh, to to put in work and and get get to work and take some action happen. So. Um, so it all comes down to you and what you choose to do with your day. You can make the right choices. You can make the the bad choices, but ultimately you have to live with those choices at the end of the day. So make the right choice right now and and find something for yourself, whether that's nutritionally or, or uh,
1: mentally or emotionally or physically to do something better for your health today. Yeah. do you agree with the phrase Lex, you either pay. you're always going to pay. You can either pay now or pay later. So you can either pay now with your discipline and your sacrifice and you put in the work, um, would be another good example you can if you don't brush your teeth that's fine that's your choice but you're gonna pay later there's right. gonna be a consequence for it right. so if you discipline yourself you take the time to brush your teeth it'll be worth it so yeah you're always gonna pay it's just a matter of do you want to pay now and and do something about it or just wait till something happens to you yeah, yeah. Um, so and, and the other thing too Lex I want to say to the the listeners is I think hopefully COVID really woke us up to we could go sit in a restaurant with other people and take our masks off and and have meals we could still go to the liquor store and buy liquor but our gyms were shut down right and you know, if we're ever in a situation like this again, I hope there's maybe a little more pushback to, to really save the gyms and the fitness facilities, because that's such an amazing outlet for people that I feel like when we were all sitting home, depression was on the rise, anxiety was on the rise, all the, the issues that are now happening with our youth and our kids. I hope that we put up a little bit more of a fight in the future. If this ever happens again, keep gyms open, keep fitness facilities open so people have have an outlet to uh, to exercise and stay healthy. Has anybody ever brought that up to you? Like, uh, do you guys have a plan in place if anything like this happens again? Yeah, for sure. I I think we learned so much from it that if there were to ever be some similar situation like that again, I think we're probably I don't know if I want to say we're ready to go, but I think we'll be much more prepared. I mean, in the 20 years that we were open, we never had to deal with a national pandemic before. It was like crazy to even think of. So now the fact that we went through it, I think we've got a pretty good idea of how we might approach it going forward. Man, it was a. a I've been open
0: almost seven years, and this June sixth, and uh, we've been through so much in those seven years. Um, construction happened right when I moved in. This pandemic happened, um, and, and that's just being real. Um, uh, you, you work through it. Those things happen. Um, you, th- th- Things happen and you just have to bounce back and pivot. Uh, unfortunately, um, some things are out of your control and some things you can control. Like you control the marketing, you control the flow, the attitude, the experience that you have with your customers, but you can't control these government shutdowns and these things like that. You just have to be able to have a strong mind and pivot and, and be able to handle whatever comes your way. Whether it's construction, whether it's a shutdown, whether it's a, uh, something with business, you gotta be able to
1: treat people right and make sure that their experience is, uh, is better than most. So that's great. Yeah, and maybe another lesson, Lex, that we can take away from the COVID thing is, when, when everything was shut down for that two-month period, it's interesting to kind of learn how people use their time. Yeah. You know, you got two months off of work. Let's say you were fortunate and your business was paying you while you were away from work, um, that you were you had that luxury. How were you using your time? You know, let, let's say this were to happen again and there's another shutdown. You know, did you read anything? Did you research anything? Did you try to use your time or did you just play video games all day? Right. Um, did you go outside and run? Did you do push-ups? Did you work out? And I think um, we learned a lot about people from that because we could see – what are people doing now that we're shut down? What are people doing? How are they utilizing their time? So I think that's a good lesson as well, is if this ever does happen again in the future, I guess in a in a weird way, it's a blessing because it gives you an opportunity to get away from the routine of going to work every day, but use that time to better yourself and to, and to make yourself better. That's another thing that I took away. Absolutely. So don't take for granted being able to give
0: your sales manager a high five at your local gym, your trainer a high five, uh, your coach, your front desk employee, whatever it is, give them a high five. And uh, you know, you don't have to stay 10 feet apart. That's the best part about all this, right? That's right. Wasn't it six feet? Was <laughs> it six feet
1: or 10 feet? I don't even remember. I don't know. Some people hadn't showered in days, so I had to tell them, made them 20 feet. I that was way. at an ATM the other day. They, were, they still have the stickers up, and the two people that were at the ATM were still doing it, which is just, just <laughs> yeah, I, have no, I have no other words on it. That. that-
0: is the (laughs) post-pandemic talk today. So I appreciate you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed our conversation the B-Man, Brian, and I for the Flex Talk. Um, So we are grateful to be back, grateful to be on this platform to bring you some cool information, discussions, and conversations. So I hope you guys have a good weekend.
1: Brian, you want to send off with anything? Yeah, as always, just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. Hopefully it uh, didn't bring back too many bad memories with us talking about this today. I think it was a great topic, and I think we learned a lot from it, hopefully. And I uh, just want to say, if you enjoyed this episode, if you wouldn't mind sharing this with somebody, we always appreciate that. And also, if you find us on social media, if you can like our social media accounts, um, give us a review on iTunes, on Spotify. That helps us to get the message out. So we appreciate you all, and just hope you all have a good weekend. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thank you. Bye.